0: Hey guys, welcome back to part two. If you're yet to listen to part one, I suggest you check it out before you tune in to part two. Enjoy! Mm, I need to start going out now. I need to start joining clubs and stuff of things I actually love. Maybe because this online
1: dating is not really (laughs) working for me. It's really hard work. (laughs) I think one thing that really scared me about online dating, um, and it is starting to change now, luckily, Um, but if there was a well-known sex offender, for example, and they put up a dating profile, the matchmaking companies or the dating online dating companies will not take that profile down even if you alert them so i think it's something like is it i think it's 10 percent of sex offenders actually find their victims online so it's really important to be really aware really savvy and look after your own safety oh yeah
0: and uh, when it comes to online dating i'm very picky on like as i told you i judge pictures (laughs) a lot so like uh, when i swipe right on you something has made sense but i still have a conversation and if that conversation doesn't go in the direction i think you should i feel like there's no more reason for us to keep wasting each other's time and i just unmatch but also when it comes to meeting people i make sure i meet them out in public Places where a bar where I know the bartender or something like a restaurant that I know somebody or there's a lot of people, you know, places where I'm not really alone with them, but then people can usually still pull, you know, play the whole nice thing until you're you're back and comfortable, make you feel comfortable around them, and then the next thing you know,
1: so it is a scary world. I think this is one of the reasons why I end up getting into this. So I went through, um an abusive relationship, and also into manipulation, like very manipulative relationships. And I was also stalked for five years. So this is one of the reasons why I love to be able to help people have these healthy relationships. But one thing that really shook me up when um, I got into this business was one in three women and one in four men go through a physically abusive relationship. Now, it just shows that there's nothing to do with how clever you are, or how you spot, you know, how, you know, or, you know, how intelligent you are. It's about empathy. Like, empathy to be manipulated. If you've got empathy, you can be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can uh, suddenly do whatever, what you know, whatever that person wants you to do, um, and that's just base, just genuine, oh, yeah. you know, just normal uh, baseline manipulation. Mm-hmm. But I started learning about the pickup artist industry and that was extremely interesting because i find that the industry is just full of manipulation tactics and the pickup artist industry for people who don't know what that is is basically an industry that was dedicated for men to teach them how to pick up women for one night stands right <laughs> but the scary thing
0: yeah. Wow. They need that Yeah.
1: Awesome. Oh, okay. God, it's been going on, uh, I think wow. it's um, since the 1980s. But what you know, the tactics that are involved are actually talking to the biology within us. So, for example, um, there'd be one thing where a guy would talk about his little niece, talking about, you know, a young baby that they love and that take care of. So it just shows that they're like that masculine alpha male. Um, Another thing that they'll go ahead and do is um, they'll take a woman when they go out on a date They'll take her to five different places or lots of different places So she feels that she's known him for longer because she's got memories of him in different places Ah, One one next one next Yeah, exactly, exactly It's very, very, very clever and this is why I love the uh, behavioral profiling aspect because it just sees through all that bullshit.
0: <laughs> and as you say, you know, when you're hungry and go uh, and go to the grocery store, or you're hungry, even a yeah. pot of noodles looks good. So when you when you're lonely and you really want to find that because everybody yeah. around you is booed up, and now you feel like the last <laughs> person left and one guy gives you attention and, and starts... They really do um, mimic you when they know the things you like and start doing all the things you like on that first date so that you feel loved <laughs> and be like, yeah, I found the one. <laughs> and you take them home and then next thing you know, yeah just full of shit. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very hard to, like... Half of the... And that's how they end up getting us because we women are suckers for for love and for emotions and that connection and to feel like it does suck to be single so when you feel like yeah (laughs) this could be the one
1: yeah it's it's funny because um a lot of it just boils down to that kind of that vulnerability and that trust piece knowing who to trust knowing who to be vulnerable with and that's what we love about the profiling again you know being able to read someone's body language and also you can um, read someone profile someone within six minutes and this allows you to um, understand the fears and also understand the needs of that person because understanding that will dictate their behavior so you've got an understanding of what drives them how they're going to act what are they going to respond to and how you can actually connect fully as well. i got to ask you something.
0: We were talking about compatibility and um, finding your right match in things that you like. Does your
1: boyfriend do the same thing you (laughs) do? So, yeah, um, we are... So you guys read each yes, other. Yes, very much so. Very much so. So we both are um NLP master practitioner trainers, hypnotists, coaches, um behavioral profilers. We well, yeah. are also on your website is
0: You guys I would like to get hypnotized yeah. one
1: day, right, you
0: know? Do I need to be No, in UK no. For that job? We, we, we have clients
1: all over the world. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, ah. I should do an hypnotized one day live on the talk show. We're gonna talk about that one <laughs> other That would be hilarious. <laughs> I know, right?
1: <laughs> Imagine me sharing all my secrets live in there, uh, or a chicken dance or an Elvis Presley impression. <laughs> <laughs> oh that would be terrible.
0: But then hey, it might end up making it to TikTok or something, you know, and then and, and uh, breaking a word record or turning into a <laughs> meme or something. <laughs> they say oh but oh, oh, oh what did they say? Um uh oh my god, what's the word? Uh, oh, you can, go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: can test that one out.
0: <laughs> um, 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 <laughs> wow so um let me ask you this uh what, what would be the best way for someone out there who's wanting to meet a compatible partner the best yeah. way to go about yeah so it?
1: compatibility there's several different things around the compatibility part so actually no i wouldn't even start there i would actually start with the healing aspect and the reason i say that because people go oh it's mm-hmm. not The truth is, if I said to you right now, right, here's your perfect part that you're so compatible with them, here you go, are you ready for them? No, No, yeah exactly. (laughs) as you say
0: and i've just realized that this year i needed to heal this am staying single mm-hmm. i need to heal some shit and figure myself out and understand yeah, what exactly, exactly I exactly
1: exactly. and i think as well like the people people who, who i've worked with i've gone through um you know healing things from childhood so i had one client who was even afraid of even looking at a guy in the eyes before we, we started working together um Funnily enough, after uh, we oh, finished working together, she actually walked up to the guy who she thought was right for her and asked him out. <laughs> so, he. for they sorry? Still
0: together?
1: Well, you ended up turning together. Uh, they did, together. yeah, they ended we up together. together. It was brilliant. Um, yeah, so it's like, Aww. it's looking at those things. You know, for another element of this, is like, do you feel worthy of love? And it said,
0: that's a good one most people don't exactly
1: and it's like it's allowing yourself to be in that place where you can actually give love that's easy but to receive it as well because that's a lot harder and what we tend to find Mm -hmm. is people believe that they need to be able to be a certain way to say certain things to do certain things in order to get love and the thing is that ends up as that conditional love rather than something that's unconditional. Unconditional is where you're fully loved at that identity level of who you are, not what you do or how you act or how you look or <laughs> all the superficial stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. I've come to realise that most people don't know what mm-hmm. unconditional love is. They believe they need to, to, to give something to mm-hmm. get the love. Or, you know... And that's why I'm very patient because I'm picky and I know what I want and I know I'm worthy of what I want and what I deserve. So I feel like most people out there should, should, should. The points you made are so true. The healing and. Um, are you ready to receive because most people do give i'm a giver like half of the time i'm not even receiving but it's the cancer in me we cancers are just too much of the emotional givers but i've also realized like when i talk to friends and we, we, we sit around and talk about relationships and stuff those things do come up but most people are not yet
1: ready to yeah do, to face yeah things, you know? again it and that's why you keep on going through cycles yes, of the samples. exactly, exactly. And the funny thing is, you often feel like, oh gosh, it's our fault that the relationship ended, and it was our fault, only no need we've done this, no only we've done that. But the truth is, loving doesn't hurt. You know, love isn't the heart, you know, that the causes the pain or causes the heartbreak. It's who you love, mm-hmm. it's who you trust, it's who you're vulnerable with. And this is why, again, I love the behavioral profiling. Because it's very much like, for me, I went through very toxic, very abusive, manipulative relationships. I, I, like you know, like you said, you go through the patterns of going through the same, you know, dating practically the same person in different bodies, <laughs> right? Oh, yes. I need to... That's why I
0: was like, uh, I think I need to chill this year out and just realise because yep. I'm doing the same shift. It might be a different person, yeah. but I'm really doing the same shit over and over and over. And <laughs> So I need to heal and figure out what I need to do because I can't keep doing this for the next... I need to figure out
1: what's, yeah, what I'm yeah. doing. Yeah, I think that's great. I think, I think it's like having that awareness to begin with helps you with like you know helped you with finding those mm-hmm. steps as well so I think you know like definitely the healing of op- um, the element and also the when we talk about the compatibility element it's like okay what does your ideal relationship actually look like because that's quite a deep question it's like stuff that I've never asked. <laughs> mm-hmm. and that and that's really important to know and then the other thing is how do you know that you're loved? How do you know that you're truly, truly loved in a relationship? What do you need to know that you're loved in a relationship? And It's quite funny because people often get afraid of the word need when it's coupled with relationships. And it's interesting because when we're in a relationship and we want that independent part, which is really important, the truth is if you're in a relationship and your partner completely completely ignores you <laughs> um uh, you know you're gonna have needs you're gonna need them to talk you're gonna need them to uh, connect with oh, you yeah. so i think it's great to be able to have those needs but it's understanding what you need so your partner and you have very clear expectations of how you can build that strong relationship together
0: that, That's um very true there's that thing you know um, I don't know if you believe in it but there's that thing that they say is right person wrong timing (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's the part where you know you gotta heal and are you ready to receive and all that because the right person might come but it's the wrong timing because you are personally not ready emotionally (laughs) or physically or whatever it is you're fighting your own demons or I don't know so um, where do people go wrong when meeting the right partner?
1: Yeah, so what I it think um, it's launched? quite interesting. There's a few because I, um, I think when people meet the right, you know, go to, to meet a partner that um, like you can have a lot of self-sabotaging patterns that come up if you're not ready. So, for example, you might be looking at your friends and going, okay, who did I friend-zone? Maybe that could work. And we tend to pick a partner that we know that we wouldn't fall fully in love with. Or we end up dating someone who is a bit of a bad boy. And it's like, oh yeah, I like them. Like them. Oh, and yeah. if I can just love them enough, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to change. But <laughs> secretly, we know they're not going to change. So it's almost like... Um, When we're we're doing things that are going to affect us in that bad way, whether it's like we know that we're we're not going to be able to love that person fully or we know that um, that person's not right for us, but we're going to go ahead and do that anyway, these are often like these self-sabotaging patterns that can come out. Or you end up meeting someone who's right for you and things end up getting a little bit too close and suddenly we start questioning well, what do they you know what do they see in me this is too good to be true and the arguments and the self-sabotaging patterns suddenly come out because it's too scary to be, be with someone that you really like mm. yeah
0: i've never looked at it that one <laughs> yeah
1: so, so it's like this is why i'm saying about like the whole being ready to actually be in a relationship and that's a lot of the work that we tend to do at the very beginning and, um
0: oh yeah most people just like that honeymoon phase you know the fun part when in the beginning it's all fun and they think they're ready for a relationship and then when that the realness of the relationship starts coming out, and you realize oh shit actually there is some work to be put in a relationship yes there's some work to be put perfect relationships don't just happen yeah exactly exactly
1: it's almost like oh gosh well this is going to be too good to be true so i might as well end it now because it's going to be too painful if it ends later on Mm. Yeah. So yeah. Now, <laughs> like so go on. it's just very much like yeah, recapping what we <laughs> just said. You know, just making sure that you're actually ready to be able to receive love. True.
0: True that's very important. Which um um uh, when I decided to take this year off from dating and just focusing on myself, I've realised that being half of the time um, I question the love and I'm being given so this being ready to receive love is it's real it's it's a real thing which I didn't um, actually know until I decided to take time off and figure myself out but now I'd like to like to give you the opportunity to tell people about your program and I know you have a you normally do a 45 consultation a 45 minute consultation call and then you have a eight-week program so if you want to share that with our listeners your next
1: client <laughs> can
0: be listening right now so awesome yeah. it So, what i do
1: i work with people for eight weeks to start off with we go through the healing um as so we do something called the intelligent approach so it's understanding you at that deep level so we know what to heal we also know what you need in a relationship um so you know who you're compatible with also where to go ahead and find that person and recognize that person when you need them Um, uh, so you know where to meet them and how to end up in that relationship then the second part we go through is something called the trust flywheel so we mentioned a little bit around how important that trust foundation is so this is where we go into the behavioural profiling where you can read body language at that deeper level because that creates trust that creates intimacy and it creates a powerful connection so you know that you can have that long lasting relationship with that person and the next part we call them it's like the 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 uh the friction removal so this is where we end up talking about how to ensure that relationship um knows how to deal with conflict and and if you have any disagreements you know how to deal with them in a way that actually empowers that relationship and then on top of that, we also go through another mini program of um, how to uh, spot and identify narcissists so you can protect your relationship, protect your, your um, uh, dating, uh, you know, the people that you're dating as well, so you know that you're not dating a narcissist because <laughs> they can be hard work. So, don't waste your time. And then, on top of that, we do a 90 day maintenance guide for people when they actually find themselves in a relationship and how to overcome that honeymoon period. Um, Because not many people overcome that so um but also on our website we've got a free new webinar that kind of goes through our exclusive process as well so if people want to just a little bit curious about understanding more because obviously you can't go into absolutely everything on this uh, on this podcast because we don't have time but um but yeah you can go through that exclusive yes. training as well which is absolutely free on our website and um how
0: can they find you um go ahead and mention your website and if you're on your social media your username so that they can help you our
1: website is lovewithintelligence.com and we're also on facebook we're on instagram so again just love with intelligence and we're also on pinterest linkedin and also youtube again just under love with intelligence
0: Alright, so people you hear? here, you're tired of swiping right on the guys you should be swiping left. You are tired of hanging out with narcissists and you just want a genuinely compatible loving trusting relationship because we all want that. Make sure to hit up Lily and um, she gives a free 45 minute consultation call so that if you want to know more like what That's a free call to get all the information and to know if this is the right program for you or not. So use that free 45-minute consultation and start your new journey with finding love with intelligence. All right. So, Lily, as we wrap this up, um, what would you like to say for all those people like me who haven't given up on love yet? Because I actually had this guy. He was making... um, sweaters and they say um fuck love but then he crossed the love and he wrote him or her because yes just because love goes wrong love is not the problem it's the person you choose to love is the problem so for those of us who haven't
1: given up on love yet what advice would you give Yes, i would say know and love yourself first because the more clearer on who you are and what you need and what you want in a relationship the easier it's going to be for you to find
0: Thank you very much, And so true the more you know yourself as I said, I've been taking this journey this year to concentrate on me and figuring myself out and I've been looking back Um, that's the thing about healing you kind of have to look back into your old relationships, your recent ones and kind of fig- uh, learn them and and understand what went wrong and how and I've realized that um, I probably didn't love myself enough because some of the things that I, I agreed put up with isn't something that I would have wanted in my relationship so I'm glad they didn't work out or we were lucky enough to check out but knowing what you want and knowing what you're worth and loving yourself is really important in finding the right person all right, Lily, thank, thank you, you very so much, much for, for having me, me. the <laughs> right, I will too. I like you better half. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, speaking of that, um I know it's um St. Patrick's tomorrow. Are you guys doing anything fun? I know lockdown, so <laughs> I you guys are locked down, I'm, do I'm do sure
1: Patrick's? I'm sure we'll end up having a few drinks for St. Patrick's. <laughs>
0: it is one of my favorite holidays like I, I, I'm ready tomorrow to go to work and leave and go hang out in a pub I have a a, a, a pub next to my house which is owned oh, by amazing. a British guy so he yeah, actually calls it a pub instead of a bar I was like yes I'm home a little bit of home is in here I, but uh, they don't make the most amazing <laughs> trip, but it's still <laughs> so happy from Patrick's day Bye. Right, bye. talk shit with p is available on all platforms and social media with the handle at talk shit with p go ahead and follow us to stay connected and engage with me and if you're feeling generous give us a review on apple podcast or support me by buying me coffee on buymeacoffee.com thank you for listening and remember we're on every friday